My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Today's talk will be on trust in divine mercy. As we live our lives, the hallmark of living the message of divine mercy is trust in God. Where to be vessels of mercy and how much the vessel will hold and radiate out to others depends on trust. Trust requires a conversion of the heart and soul and gives us the wisdom to understand the need to ask for his mercy, to be merciful to others, and to let God be in charge. In Proverbs 3, 5, it is written, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. Trust in God is easy when things are going well. However, in times of trial and suffering, doubt, discouragement, and anxiety, we begin to wonder, where is God? Does he really exist? If we pray, discern, and believe that we are doing his will, then we must ask for fortitude and strength and a deeper faith. Many of us are so used to being in control and in charge only to later realize that it was God who was in charge and who opened those needed doors. Trust in God is the key. Trust is the hallmark of living the message of divine mercy. When your faith is tested in times of trial and suffering, Reflect on the words Jesus spoke to St. Faustina. The more a soul trusts, the more graces it will receive. Certainly there will be times in our lives when the outcome will not be as we had hoped or desired or prayed about. When we face a trial or suffering of some sort, our reaction may be, what did I do to deserve this? Or if God is so merciful, how could he let this happen? Of course... There are many types of suffering, poor health, addictions, death of a loved one, abusive relationships. In reality, the list is endless. Regardless of the cause or problem, pain is pain, and we need to ask, what is God trying to teach me through this cross? In all walks of life, we face adversity. Our Lord told St. Faustina, my daughter, suffering will be a sign to you that I am with you. And on another occasion, my daughter, do not be afraid of sufferings. I am with you. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight thirty, it is written, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
These trials in life give us an opportunity and often force us to question our relationship with God. St. Faustina wrote, Strangely, God sometimes allows them, but always in order to manifest or develop virtue in a soul. That is the reason for trials. Suffering has a purpose, as St. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians, for this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal way of glory beyond all comparison, because we look not the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. And in 1 Peter, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which comes upon you to prove you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If we allow it, our suffering will open the door for spiritual growth and a realization of one's total dependence on God. For example, a person with an addiction will probably deny a problem until he hits bottom. Healings will occur through the acceptance of the problem and the realization of the need for God. When we give our sufferings and crosses back to him, we live the words of St. Paul. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Today, let us strive for inner peace, the peace that only he can give. When we face adversity, let us pray for strength, that we can stay in God's will and respond to these trials out of love. Let us ask the merciful Savior to flood our souls with his love and mercy. Let us ponder the Lord's pierced heart and call upon his mercy on behalf of all sinners, saying, O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the sick and the dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.